Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Look, Scott Rowland's not a Hall of Famer. Simple as that. I mean, technically, he is now a Hall of Famer because he got voted in, but he's, you know what I mean, he's not really a Hall of Famer. Billy Wagner should be in. Carlos Beltran should be in. Jeff Kent should be in. The Hall of Fame right now is totally out of whack. And you've heard all the conversation about, you know, the percentages of Beltran and the first time on the ballot and what it took, you know, to get rolling in. First year he was on, he only got 10%, and now all of a sudden he's a Hall of Famer. Look at what, and you hear the the top, you know, the the main guys, the top guys and the votes that they get or don't get. So it's easy to look at that. But when you look at some of the lesser-known guys, it exposes the writers blatantly. How the hell does Bronson Arroyo get one vote? Like, who is voting for Bronson Arroyo to be a Hall of Famer? Somebody actually thinks he's a Hall of Famer. One person that has a vote voted for Bronson Arroyo. Give you another one. Somebody who has a vote Voted for R.A. Dickey. How could you possibly have a vote? Well, by the way, you got to be a baseball writer for 10 years to get a vote. No way Frances has a vote. I was also going to ask you, because remember he was in love with Bronson Arroyo? Oh, yeah, you're right. That's right. Michael loved Bronson Arroyo. I love Arroyo. And yeah, Brandon Inge gets a vote. How is that possible? I, that, no. We know the answer. Yeah, we right. know who has the one vote. No, so you have to be a base, because I was talking to McCarron and Harper at SMY about this, and those guys have been in the BBWA, Baseball Writers of America, I think it is, for 10 years, and then you have a vote. And, I mean, that's a long time to be on the job to warrant getting a vote, right? So then how could these people still vote for, listen to this one, it gets worse. Arroyo, R.A. Dickey, John Lackey got a vote. I don't even know if that's as bad as the other ones, but that's pretty bad. Houston Street, remember him? He got a vote. And then this one takes the cake. Like this is, these are professional writers who cover baseball for at least 10 years. Somebody, one person who does that, Voted for Mike Napoli. How the bleep does Mike Napoli get a Hall of Fame vote? Now, I'm not talking about Bobby Abreu or Mark Burley or Jimmy Rollins. Like, yeah, those guys are good players. They're not Hall of Famers. But you could understand to a certain extent people voting for them. K-Rod, Torrey Hunter. Those guys are, you know, whatever. Although in 10 years, maybe they get in. Or five years, maybe they get in. 
the way that the voting has gone. But how could any self-respecting baseball writer that has been in the game for 10 years vote for Mike Napoli or R.A. Dickey? I mean, it's just an embarrassment. Anyway, I'm happy Fred McGriff got in. Other than that, I don't care just because I love Freddie McGriff, Crime Dog, one of my all-time favorite players. But the Hall of Fame is watered down. Great conversation. It's watered down. Think about it. We have a Major League Baseball Hall of Fame with Scott Rowland in it, but not Barry Bonds or Roger Clemens or even Alex Rodriguez. I know there are obvious reasons why, but still. Come on now. I, I want to get to this Scott Rowland thing. I think you, you kind of like said everything that I wanted to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, I mean, Scott Rowland, look, I mean, this is the thing, right? Jeff Kent, and I talked about Jeff Kent before. Look, I, 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 I never liked Jeff Kent when he was here. But because of his personality, who he is, et cetera, et cetera, there are other things that we can get involved in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you recall, you know, he got he got caught with a gun at the airport. If you recall, he's that type of guy. He's like one of these temper high, you know, one of these temper guys. But Jeff look, Kent, oh, Jeff Kent, Man, Jeff wasn't Kent, he? Right? Uh, yes. Wasn't he like the son of a cop or something like that? Or uh, there was something with yeah, it. Yeah, but he he had a temper. Oh no, I, I know, I know that he was. Yeah, they hated him. I, I understand that. Right. The media hated. But him. look, the thing is. Look, if you look at Scott Rowland and Jeff Kent, for example, Scott Rowland, once he turned 29, his career went downhill. Jeff Kent, on the other hand, when he turned 29, that's when he became Jeff Kent. If you recall, he spent probably like three or four years in New York or more, mm-hmm. maybe five. Uh, so, but who was 29? That's when his career 95, I believe, they and, traded him the Mets, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so... To me, and then you know, it, it, this is this is my point. If, if Scott Rowling gets in, then you gotta then you gotta then uh, let Dale Murphy in, Keith Fernandez, Don Madley, and Bill Buckner. And you spoke and you said Bobby Abreu. You know that Bobby Abreu, he has like better numbers than Scott Rowling. He has look uh, two two thousand four hundred seventy hits, two hundred eighty eight home runs. He has four hundred steals, four hundred. Think about that. And he has to. Uh, he yeah, I mean, Bobby Abreu was a good. Bobby Abreu was a good player. He's not a Hall of Famer. I mean, and maybe yeah, Rowan... yeah, but uh, but if Scott Rowland is in. Come on, Scott Rowland. Like, just look. Like again, after twenty nine, he didn't have a, a good year. Basically, all his good years were before the age of twenty nine. After twenty nine, as opposed to Jeff Kent, who became a great. Well, player Jeff after Kent was 29. a more impactful player. And, you know, you bring up Keith Hernandez. You, they're not even on the same stratosphere, the two players. What were you saying, Fleet? You looked at the, the bolt of their numbers. I'm saying because uh, Antonio mentioned him. Uh, I think Martin mentioned him earlier. You compare the two of their offensive stats, especially adding in the fact that Roland, the era that he played in, I mean, you could make an argument that they're on similar levels offensively or maybe argue that Keith was better overall from the career numbers. And while people talk about Roland being a great defensive third baseman one of the best Keith is arguably the best the way I would look at it is the impact that a player has on the game Roland has Keith and home runs that's about it right and Keith wasn't a home run hitter and also Roland played in an era where everybody was hitting home runs smaller right so comparative even to their own era Keith was was still a little bit better but they neither one was a huge power hitter for their time Roland is he's not a Hall of Famer. He was a very good player for a long time. I don't I can't even look at the numbers. I, I just it drives me nuts. I know he's a great defensive player and I value defense, trust me. But Scott Roland, how many career homers did he hit here, Fleeks? Uh 316. 316. I mean, that's embarrassing. It's embarrassing 280 for 280 hitter, oh, 855 career OPS. He topped 30 home runs twice 
or three times. Now, come on. He, that's not a an impact. He was a good player for a long time. It is now, as somebody was tweeting out, I forget who it was exactly, and people have talked about this over the years, it's become the whole of very good. You Get, can't tell me he's a home run, but Hernandez and Mattingly aren't. Those guys were more, that's why I say impact. Those guys, Hernandez and Mattingly, both significantly more impactful on the game, even if for a shorter period. Keith Hernandez is going to get in, by the way. With all these guys getting in now, Hernandez will get in on one of these uh, whatever the the ballots are, where they the re- veterans, the committee. veterans committee, whatever they call, he's going to get in the Hall of Fame, and that's going to be a huge deal around here, obviously as it should be. But Keith will eventually get in. Let's compare Helton and Roland. Todd Helton, I don't even have to look up the numbers, and I know that he played in Colorado. Todd Helton was way more impactful for what he did than Scott Roland was. Way more. I'm just going based on watching him. My memory. Todd Helton was the best player for a long time on that Rockies team. The guy you feared. One of the best hitters in the league. He should be a Hall of Famer. Now, he'll probably get in. And I don't know how they weigh the, you know, the the Colorado skew. But Todd Helton was a dominant player. He had 370, 369 home runs. Let's see. Uh, 316 batting average. Yeah, but look at the years that he had. You said Fleeks Roland had only twice over 30. Helton had 35. Yeah, Roland had over 33 times. Helton had 35, 42, 49, 30, 33, 32. I mean, those are major seasons right there. Led the league in doubles, hits, ribbies, and batting average in 2000. I mean, Todd Helton, to me, much more impactful player. Uh, I finished fifth in the MVP voting that year. I just, I look, I don't think Roland is a Hall of Famer. I think he was a very good player. Good, very good player for a long time. Solid player. Hall of Fame? It's been so watered down. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.